everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 3, Episode 4, titled The One with Luca Becoming a Meme. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. Yeah, it is just Keen Cobb and me <laughs> today. Uh, Jack, Molly, and Tia are still enjoying their stay aboard the Crossroads Comedy Theater yacht in Cabo San Lucas. Um, haven't heard from them, not returning any texts, so they uh, must be having a great time, or maybe they sailed to uh, a dead zone. Maybe they hit the Bermuda Triangle, who knows? But they will be back. All right, uh, so we have shows coming up June 11th through the 13th. Actual in-person shows. Human beings will be in the audience, if all goes well. <laughs> um, tickets are selling, so as long as those people show up, Human beings will be in the audience. We have study hall comedy inspired by lectures with Keen. Keen will be in there. Um, not yet rated an improvised movie. Uh, no diggity, which I think Keen is also in, which Tia, yeah, is, in, Tia yeah. is running. So it is a weekend full of live comedy in Philadelphia. Alternative live comedy. Sketch, well, we don't have sketch. Sketch will be for July. Uh, but a lot of improv, which really has been missing in Philly for over a year at this point. A lot of stuff yeah. has been online only, so it'll be really nice to have it back and just get a lot of people in the room. So if you want to be one of those people in the room, go to xroadscomedy.com. The link will be in the episode notes, xroadscomedy.com. All right, Keen, first impression of season three, episode four, the one with Luca becoming a meme. Man, uh, this got heavy real quick, real, real quick. Yes, it did. Um, and two of the things, one thing I said, one thing that you said, uh, the one thing that I said was like, uh, in the last episode, um, this, this episode really showed how one, how one snag could ruin an entire sweater. I don't know if that's a saying or not, but I'm gonna <laughs> keep it. Uh, because yeah, it's just one little thing, which leads to something else, which leads to something else. And, uh, it, it really happens. And what you said in uh, the previous episode was like how wild it is to see something. Baby Shark was only two <laughs> or so years ago. Because when she starts singing it, I'm like, Baby Shark? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, because 2020 was, was like everywhere. 18 fucking years long. So <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah it's, it, it was wild to see um, as heavy as it was and how. It was I think I think this is a great episode for multiple reasons. One, you get to see a lot of range from different folks, which I yeah. enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um you get this this is one of those episodes where like I hate being cheesy about it, but kind of similar to the their episodes with um with the, the Me Too movement and and like things that should be talked about that's tough to bring up because you see what happens when mm -hmm. when people talk about it so yeah i really enjoyed this episode as well yeah uh i agree with all that uh i really enjoyed the episode yes it got very heavy i would liken the because we break the when we're discussing these podcasts we break them down into different threads so today we have the resistance we have the judgeship luca as a meme the pay stuff uh which generally is race uh issues and maya uh we just had to kind of break up the Luca as a meme and the pay because that thread I would liken that to the movie sorry to bother you if you've seen that because I haven't of the, seen it yet but I heard it gets I heard it's almost like two different movies yeah. where like it goes one way then all of a sudden a left turn happens you're like mm -hmm. what the fuck am I watching so I do yeah. want to sit down and eventually watch it but yeah yeah I, I won't give anything away but it does have one of those like how did we get here <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you, I mean, you know, you you see how things happen, but at the same time, it just escalates so fucking fast uh, into. Well, I won't say because <laughs> it's a great movie and it is worth your worth your time. And uh, who's in that? Lakeith. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, so good. All right. Uh, yeah, really great. And I again, I said in the previous episode, but I love this stuff with the judgeship. Not because it has anything to do with my likely Stone Cold lock coming to fruition. <laughs> Although in this episode, they do kind of rain on that a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, they give him the old, cool, we'll be in touch. <laughs> or thank you for letting us know. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. Let's start with the resistance. Gets dark. Yeah. 
they are fucking wilding right now. Um, and I, I hate, I hate like we, we talked about it in the previous episode, but like that that sector, that side of the left, we're like, well, if we don't do it, then 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 they'll do it, and it's like, but they didn't do that. Yeah. But no, they were they were going to. How do you fucking know? Because they're yeah. like that. No, you're like that. So yeah. like, a, as much as it, I don't, how can I say it? I hope it. I hope I don't have to see it that too too much in real life. But like, just seeing it is and knowing that it's a real situation, it's a real thing that happens, uh, or like the real conversations people are having. It's like, it's like they think they're good because they're doing it for a good reason, but you're doing it just as bad and like the the best villains in comic books and movies are people who are doing what they do for what they think is a just cause yeah and yeah you look like a fucking villain right now dude so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so the gist here is that they're trying to they look at which they were right with those projections they were right Uh, they're looking at how Trump won in 2016, and that is Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania by the amounts between those three states of 79,646 votes. Granted, he won the um, or lost the popular vote by more than 3 million, but lost or won the Electoral College, which is a subject for an entire podcast series, Dang. none of which are this one. I hate it. Get rid of it. Anywho, uh, so Diane wants to focus on the states. Let's do that. And how do we do that? We need a swift boat, as they call it, pop star, uh, and their version of Taylor Swift, Sabrina Wine, or Wynn, maybe Wine, I'm not sure. Uh, and she is like, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm neutral. And and she's like, neutral in regards to Nazis? <laughs> Diane's, as only Christine Baranski can say. Uh, so... They, her group uh, is targeting Sabrina Wynn uh, and saying some nasty shit and photoshopping her on the heads of these Charleston Nazis. Uh, Charles, what is it? Charlottesville. Um, yeah, Charlottesville. Charlottesville Nazis. Uh, and one, one line that Diane has is so true. Uh, weird how quickly what began as satire becomes the real thing these days. That's it's, another line that the Kings, hey guys, yeah. using the fuck with us. It's mm-hmm. just like, and I, I talk about that a lot with this show. It's just like, you watch it and you're like, wow, that shit is ridiculous. And you're like, oh my God, but it's it's real life now. Yeah. Like that really happens now. So, mm-hmm. and they're, they throw in enough things where they're commenting on the real world, but with things that if you're paying attention, you know aren't true mm-hmm. but if you let your guard your your guard down a little bit you might be like did that happen because mm-hmm. i think it was this episode where they say that jared kushner has just been in char- put in charge of the nation's circus and <laughs> circuses uh and allowing how many car how many clowns can fit into a car yeah. or some shit like uh, that i'm like which is wow. funny because he was being put in charge of everything they had him in charge of like small business things uh peace in the middle east at one point so a whole, yeah, a whole bunch of different things. So yeah, they're commenting on stuff, but they throw it in with real things. So it's like, did that happen? <laughs> My, maybe. Um, we had that satire short. Uh, again, I love that they're continuing that. Those little musical uh, interludes mm-hmm. where they explain something uh, or just make fun of it. Um, yeah, so the whole thing with Sabrina is that they are, they first target her specifically and then they're like, ah, that's not really working. It's not getting her off the fence. So let's go after her trans sister. Fuck these people. Fucking evil. Like, yeah. what, like to bring and in be that. happy about it, too. High fives and shit. It's mm-hmm. like, wait, and another thing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we didn't bring this up in the last episode. What fucking castle are they meeting at? What is, is that Eureka's <laughs> castle? What is going on? Like, because I know, I know yeah. Pazer, she said something about. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like she said something about how like the a pack of like six million or five million, well, however much she said, and they'll come to find out she was a fraud. Wait a fucking minute. Who yeah. how who got the keys? How do y'all keep coming to the catacombs? Mm-hmm. This don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna see somebody in a, a red hood and a and a um 
a flaming sword or something come in. Uh, I believe we have this dungeon booked for five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, yeah, terrible. Ah. Yeah, I don't know where the hell that is. Yeah, so they yeah they target the trans sister and it works. She comes off the fence and she's going to make a statement and the statement she wants to make is, well, actually before this, I think the statements that she's going to make is about love. <laughs> I make music with my right hand and my left hand and without both of them, there is no music. Uh, and then I'm like, fuck this, let's go after a trans sister. And it works, fuck those people. And also, I mean, the interesting thing is when they ask each other, when Diane and Liz are like, are you sticking with it? Yes. Are you sticking with it? Yes. So they're, they see those tactics yeah, work I, and they're like, I'm still going to go. Cause I think, I think they, I think they laid it out perfectly um, in the season two finale where she, I think it was like, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was more along the lines of like going out and getting your own justice because mm -hmm. the, the, the law, how it's written is not working anymore yeah. and that, that's been a conversation for a long time and why are we stuck to to this when we we all most of us can agree this isn't working anymore but we're yeah. not going away from it we're still mm -hmm. there so the fact that they're, they're bringing that up they brought that up and i think this whole season is gonna be that um which i'm not gonna give away because we're gonna talk about it in a few minutes probably but i'm very interested in seeing how that applies to maya Mm -hmm. coming up soon because i like i yeah. said that monster is getting stronger she it's it's gonna mm, man yeah yeah that's gonna be a fun discussion uh one thing i enjoyed from this is as liz and diane are talking like you're gonna stick with it you're gonna stick with it they're walking in and everywhere around them is erupting in fights little pockets mm -hmm. of arguments uh and even races separated yep. um and races like arguing with each other because, you know, as we'll discuss, Jay has unleashed the hounds. <laughs> yeah, he is. Damn. Uh, anything more on the resistance? Um, <laughs> I feel I feel bad for the the red shirts of this group. <laughs> yeah, because all they do, because like. Mind you, when they when they in the previous episode, when they were coming up with that plan initially for, for Pianon or whatever, um, there was like a, a pop like why was there a split group? Why was it these four over here? And then mm -hmm. the other mind you to point out who the important people are in this group. Mm -hmm. Um, but then they had another group over there. What are y'all in seventh grade and y'all are working <laughs> on science projects separately? Like get the fuck out yeah. of here. Just get the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh I mean, like like in wrestling, the people you're not supposed to like, they're doing a good job in making you not like them. So yeah, it's for working. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's head over to the judgeship. Uh, yeah, she, he's just getting some pointers from Marissa about how to handle this in interview that's coming up and uh, the different questions that he might be faced with, such as, your family life, your stance on abortion, how to working with in a majority liberal law firm help you and not be a hindrance to us. Um, yeah. And Frank Landau pops in there. That was a fun scene too. Him and Marissa going at it. Yeah. Uh, hey, are these walls soundproof? Yes. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah. Yikes. So we're getting a lot of Frank Landau this season. I did not expect that we would see him as much as we are between in the good fight at all, let alone season three and season two. Yeah. But there he is. Um, what a dunce. Yeah. And Marissa says, yes, he's a Republican. But in case you haven't noticed, they're the only judges getting through. And as we were talking in the previous episode, Julius will be a good judge. Yeah. He'd be a great judge. Like, he really does stand by what he says, regardless of, you know, politics. He's the only, he's always the one that's bringing like, let's not bring politics into this. Let's look at the facts of the, of the case. But he's also the one to point out, like, are you doing this because it's political? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that he would make a great judge again, not because it has anything to do with my stone cold locks, which will hopefully get me some points and win me that stay on the crossroads comedy yacht. 
Um, yeah. And he goes in front of that board, and he... Oh, they bring up Eli Gold's daughter, which is Marissa. And Eli Gold, this is new to anybody that has not watched The Good Fight. Or The Good Wife, excuse me. Uh, but he's another political person. He's on the other side of the aisle. I'm trying not to give anything too much away here. Um, Thank you. Uh, I mean, they they kind of... They, I think they do kind of give you give you the information that you need. He's like he's they call him an assassin at one point, um, but he he's her dad. He's another really really strong personality. He's played by um, Alan Cumming, another Broadway really actor. Yeah, um, Alan. Bro- I I always imagine like I don't know why, but like I always it sounds it's gonna sound weird, but Alan Cumming seems to be too small to be her dad. <laughs> I imagine her dad being some big gruff not maybe a little bit bigger than blum but like that kind of thing and maybe not as sure. big as uh you just said his name the the uh, dnc leader but that oh, looked like yeah. more of like the midwest big guy that would have like a daughter that's that like mind you we just we mentioned pepper Ann before the show uh, mm. uh before we start recording and that reminds me of spinelli like Spinelli's dad. No, actually, Spinelli's dad was. Sm- I'm sorry, I'm all. <laughs> um, but no, that's cool. Now I've definitely got to go back and watch some of those episodes to see him as a dad. That's another thing to want to see. Yeah. Uh, uh, Julius in front of that crew brings up, um, talks about, uh, and the liberal judges legislating from the bench. Uh, when it was his line, uh, when I coach my little league, my son's little league team, I call fouls. I don't score goals. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. He didn't say anything is what, oh, that's what I'm looking at my notes here. And I sometimes write a little, not enough to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have here, he didn't say anything. And that's when Marissa asks Julius, what did that guy say when he pulled you aside? Oh, he didn't say anything. I just have to wait a couple of days to know what's going on. So you don't know at that point that he's going to, stick to his guns yeah you know but he does he gets in front of the board he defends marissa uh she she is loyal she is loyal to me she is loyal to the the cause of getting me on on here and we had she had the dn's leader of the dnc in her face and she did not back down so if you don't want marissa you don't want me okay Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Take care. Yeah. Oh, man. And the, I, I almost timed it perfectly. I was, I was a little bit early when he walked out and was just like, damn. Like, it's a, yeah. this is such a, <laughs> yeah. it's a well-timed damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so good. So at least right now, it, it doesn't look good for Julius. Nah. But they're making it such a huge storyline within this season. I don't see it ending there. No, I think I think it's gonna come. I think they're gonna come back and touch on it. I don't know exactly when, but I think it. I think it definitely will come back. Yeah, probably somebody the the person they were going to give it to dies, or mm-hmm. you know, gets caught some, up in something. Yeah, uh, some other scandal or something like that, and they're like, "Well, Julius is still there," so we'll see. Uh, that's episodes to come, but I enjoy it. I really do like this storyline because, yeah, like you said earlier or in the previous episode, I don't even remember. It's all blending together that Michael Boatman is getting a chance to shine. Yeah, He's not just the, someone who's in, at a meeting piping up about this or that. He's got his own storyline for the first time in a little while, at least. Uh, I don't think, I think it's maybe his first solo storyline in The Good Fight, right? Other than the s- small threat of him maybe leaving with Andrew that Hart. Wasn't, that wasn't, that was, I, don't, I don't see that as like, his, obviously he was the main part of that, but that was so small. Yeah. Plus, it involved the entire firm and yeah, them wronging him and pointing him out. This is just like, mind you, they don't know he's going for this. It's only Marissa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's got to be some other people that know a little bit more now because those walls were not exactly soundproof. <laughs> True. And uh, another another trick that the Kings pulled, uh, they're literally pointing stuff out. Like when I think she went in to talk to Maya, um, and that, and it, it, it goes into to that part of it. But when she was there, she looked across, she was like, that's a, that's mind a you, couple. Yeah. is she still her personal assistant or no? Diane's? Yeah. Or is I, she just full? Is she I think full... she's just investigator at this point. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, that personal assistant, that lasted seemingly a season. And then she wasn't being asked. Plus, if I remember right, like up out of the corner of my brain, I think there was a part where maybe maybe episode two, she was talking to somebody and somebody was in her old chair. Someone was actually like sitting at like that little desk. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. she's done as like the yeah. personal assistant. Although, as we've discussed, the investigators at this firm are basically everybody's personal assistants. Yeah. <laughs> they knew whatever the hell is asked. Uh, so nuts. All right, let's move on to Luca as a meme. Man, this, uh, the fact that this was up top, uh, like <laughs> minding her business, the, the, the fact that this woman, mind you, where's her child? Why right? is she sitting there with yeah, all that's... these people with kids? Come on. All right. Doesn't make any Just sense. Saying. None. Um, Creepy. But very much so. And like, at at face value, if you see someone talking like that, all right, whatever. But that's one side of a conversation that your nosy ass can't have access to the other side. And the shit she was saying was kind of like, quote unquote, wild. But the conversations we've had in, in the green room or in like a classroom or something like that, don't even compare to that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So the fact that someone like was breaking her neck and then to like insert herself into the whole thing of like, uh, may, oh, she's finally paying attention to you. Like, and Shut it got, it, up. it rubbed me up because it like, I'm like, who is this bitch? What? Leave her alone. <laughs> and then as soon as she got on the phone, my brain was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, this, they, they, they went there. They actually, mm-hmm brought this shit in and once again thanks to fucking 2020 that was only two or three years ago where every few months the most recent one i think might have just been i think the the dog walking one where the woman was like choking a dog or something because she was afraid yeah yeah but that's the most recent one i can think of but that was like every time you turn around it was a new Mm -hmm. one and the fact that they put it on there was really really cool and they um, all had a nickname. Yep. And I think so what's this one, Keen? <laughs> I think I think I don't want to do it because it, it hurts me a little bit, but I think we <laughs> gotta settle on park bench pepper. Um because she's on a park bench and she's Makes being sense. spicy for no fucking reason. Right, mind, your, out. mind your business. The and then math adds up. Oh man. Oh, I guess you've never been a nanny. Stop assuming shit, bitch. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? But yeah, she oh. said something like, this is your first time being a nanny, uh, which, how do you know that's not her child? Uh, which again, could be its own race thing kind of playing yeah. there. Um, but one of the things I did enjoy, one of the interaction or the, the uh, piece of dialogue here that I enjoyed was when she says, uh, you're going to want to take him home uh, and give him some Tylenol before he gets cold. And she's like, yeah, that's not how Tylenol works. <laughs> it really isn't. Like, no, it's not. That's why you're. That's why you don't have a child here, because you did something to yours, apparently, yeah. because you don't have to take mm. care of kids. And before um, she's uh, getting away, um, I found him at Whole Foods near the bulk peanuts. I like peanuts. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then she starts walking off. Hey, did you see? Did you, do you know that woman? Do you know that woman? Did you see? Was that her baby that she came with? Did you see her come with her? Shut the fuck up. And calling, and then, yeah. Come on. Uh, that's something where I want to see if they have the full video posted because I kind of want to watch, you know? Yeah. Because they I wanna, show, like little bits of it. I want to see because here's the thing they, they already kind of played Release the Luca cut. Yes. Because just, <laughs> just like, just like with, uh, go ahead and say it. And with, uh, with, uh, Bozeman, <laughs> yeah. if they, if they would have put this out, because like, I, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but, um, tangent, I'm sorry. But, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was like a few years ago, there was a video of a girl dancing or something, but she got caught, she caught on fire and she broke through a glass and then all of a sudden the video cuts away mm-hmm. and it got put out and there, I remember people sharing them like, yo, this shit's crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like a week or two later, fucking Jimmy Kimmel was like, hey guys, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. That was like part of a sketch that's either they didn't use or didn't want to use and somebody just was like, let's see what happens. They put that one little clip out and it just blew up. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how like that's such a thing that if a few years ago the people the kings great work once again if yeah, they or someone put out one of those videos and mind you 
that looks legit. That looks real. That looks like a woman trying to like, mind you, you don't even know how to. What you say? You don't even know how to put the stroller down. You, that's not your child. <laughs> but you're in my face. There's a cop here. People around. I'm nervous. I can't. Yeah. Mind you, those strollers are tough. It's yeah. like a button. And you mechanism. see Luca struggling with it too. <laughs> oh man, it's so much going on. Um, and the the fallout from that, and is what's it, I keep repeat myself, but the snowball, one little thing leads to that, leads mm-hmm. to this, and leads to that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And what was the the hashtag MW Black Mothering Wild Black? Yes, Mothering Wild Black. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you have Maya looking over her shoulder as all of these uh, emails are coming in. That was a funny line, too, where Maya's looking over her shoulder. She's like, whoa, those are the kinds of emails I usually get. <laughs> uh, she's, yeah. she's still dealing with that, more likely, because that's only a few years ago in, mm-hmm. in the world or in the, in that universe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, because the last episode, she had somebody come up with that photo album. She's like, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> Uh, Washington word. Post calls and wants a comment, and she's like, I don't, uh, I gotta go, bye. Uh, and she starts looking up, and then Marissa comes in watching it and says, Congratulations, you're a meme. So, yeah. And she then has to go in front of the partners, where the tone of this story changes very quickly. <laughs> so quick. Very quickly. Uh, talking about the names of black men who have been killed by the police and she starts at, like it was almost like a pop quiz like who's this who's that who's the kid this who's the kid that what about the kid on the fence you know things like that and you see that you know yeah we know this we know this um mm-hmm. and it gets everybody thinking because you have diane googling and starting to memorize the names <laughs> yeah fucking studying mm-hmm. marissa taking offense yeah um yeah, so then it gets into the pay stuff. Uh, well, actually, before that, it's still kind of a little bit racial, where Julius wants her to speak to the 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 fourth years, uh, and it's a or the what is it? Yeah, uh, tons of messages coming in, and Luca eyeing all the white people that are in that room. So the people that they're hiring are um, the new round of associates are majority white that are coming in apparently. So things start changing within this uh, storyline pretty quickly. She talks to Jay about the pay disparity, and he's just like, talk to Bozeman. And this is like one of those things where you have someone who initiates the fight, and then they kind of back off it, and the person who was at first like, I don't know, you shouldn't really you know, rock that boat, is like, I'm in yeah. it. Um, happens in a lot in different movies and and tv shows where what is it the one uh the rock i think that happens in the rock the movie the rock um uh dogma (laughs) happens in there kind of too um yeah anywho oh yeah i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry just remembering i forgot how much i love i kind of love that movie dogma because it's it's filled with so many people um but anyway um yeah the, the fact that and he he was like, hey, you don't want to do this. Please don't mm-hmm. do this. I don't want to. Don't do this. And and she, mind you, I, I appreciate her point. He's like, no, let me see it. Then I'll decide. I'm like, fair. But then when he saw it and came across it. What, but here, quick question, though. Is that connected to Julius? Because is Julius paying her through that raise for what she's doing for the consulting? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he'd be allowed to do that. But they mentioned he spoke up for. So. Well, there may be a connection there. Maybe. Uh, Um, I don't think the. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Plus that that line where they said that they they go to Marissa more for like uh, different things or whatever, put more more white more white uh, lawyers are going to Marissa instead of Jay. And we talked about that in the last episode. Well, if Jay wasn't busy doing security <laughs> detail... Yeah, if maybe... he wasn't prepping lawyers for the, the, the to take the stand and wasn't chauffeuring... Chauffeuring? I'm a baby now. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't chauffeuring Luca back and forth, uh, <laughs> then he would have... He may, he'd maybe have the time to take on some more uh, j- more gigs within the firm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Don't ask they, him they, to do all this stupid shit. They pointed it out perfectly and kind of, I love the way that it, that it was done where Maya saw it, came over, asked about her, and like, Mike, you might have an inkling, but there's nothing scarier than a, a black woman that's mad at you. It's, <laughs> it's fucking like the eyes, everybody just stopped, like, I know this bitch, and just walk <laughs> up in here while we're talking. Um, but when she asked for when she when she asked for Mar- Marissa, it had nothing to do with with what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. But just with the optics, mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, Jay's right here." And it's like, "Well, yeah, Jay can't pee in a fucking cup for me. I'm sorry. I need <laughs> yeah. I need to talk to Marissa." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So yeah, it gets really wild, really quick. Yeah, the timing was not great for for my in that moment. Um, you have Liz and. Adrian talking, and this is so true at that firm, but also, you know, you could even talk about, you know, again, we're making history keen. We are probably the first two Best Buy employees uh, to be on a podcast together and talk about the good fight. Uh, so, yep. very proud <laughs> uh, of that. Uh, talk when, when he says, when Adrian says, yeah, that's how it is. We pay people more, we think we're going to lose, and we pay people less, we think aren't going anywhere. Uh, And I remember a lot of that shit happening, even in the retail side of things. Yeah, I benefited from threatening to leave multiple times. (laughs) I was good at the job. Um, There was, I'm not going to say any names, but there was this one kid in uh, when I was in Pittsburgh. And he wasn't, it was wild. He wasn't a manager. He wasn't even a supervisor. He was just like, he was like really, really good in his in his department. But the juice and sway he had with the managers mm. made no like to, like at the time <laughs> I'm like I'm like in my early I'm like in my early twenties and early mid twenties I'm not really thinking like that but as an older person now thinking back thinking back how the fuck do you let this fucking kid influence things yeah. and then I remember uh, Best Buy basically are they're ran by children. All the managers yeah. are so young and so mm-hmm. dumb, but yeah. that's another <laughs> that's another topic. But um, but it rings true to here, like you said. Um, you pay more, and I love the fact that they both use that line. And as a matter of fact, Jay tried to use it towards Luca, and it got used towards him. It was mm-hmm. like, do not equate the money towards value. Yeah, how the fuck else can you? Yeah, exactly. If you're good at the job. You should be rewarded with pay. You know, uh, I remember again. It's not to keep talking about Best Buy, um, but when they would do those interviews, those one-on-ones, and mm. one of the questions would always be like, "What motivates you?" And I'd be like, "Money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is a job. Why? Uh, you know, yeah. This isn't my my career. This is my this is this is the job that I have right now. Uh, that's what motivates me: paying bills and living comfortably, uh, mm-hmm. not worrying for the where the how I'm going to pay this or that bill. Uh, exactly. So that's what motivates me to do a good job, to make more money. That's how it works. What the fuck do you think motivates me? Um, yeah. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah. Don't equate salary with value. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and it, then he talks about the stats of minority-owned businesses. I'm not planning for the next five years. I'm planning for the next 50 years. So, yeah, there are business reasons for him doing that stuff but just because that's how things are doesn't mean that's how things have to be exactly no uh yeah and luke and jay uh how'd that go and then jay is like i'm sharing this information and he basically like replies all probably to something (laughs) without it with that attached or cc the company (laughs) the way the way that enter button was clicked that's just like i wish there was a way they could have showed it but it's almost like him just literally just striking a match on a box and just mm-hmm. dropping it on like a ground, like covered in gasoline. Just because mm-hmm. as soon as he did, the yeah. entire, the entire supposed three floors went fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have not just the pace that this bring brought being brought up, but the differences between how people are handled. Because uh, they're not sure. We'll talk about the Maya in a moment. Uh, but how they bring in her troubles into the situation too. So it, yeah, it the whole firm erupts in flames. 
the pay gaps were ridiculous. Insane. They were one was like one one hundred fifty thousand. Another was like forty seven. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I saw something in the thirties. Uh, now, granted, these may also include like mailroom or part time yeah. people or shit like that, but that's a pretty pretty huge gaps. That's a huge gap. Yeah, because it, it didn't list positions or anything. It was just name, salary, name, salary, and watching everybody's reactions to reading all of that shit. Yeah, and then. It really blows up. Um, so let's jump to Maya since it's related, and we'll talk about it a little bit more as a whole. Uh, so the whole room is focused on Maya's drug charges, uh, thanks to Roland Blum, and they're saying like, "Oh, you did this, and you lost your temper." And she's like, "I didn't lose my temper. I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew what I was saying. I had to show him how to. I'm not going to stand for that shit." And uh, I think she even says at one point, "It's like I don't know how many of you have experience with Roland Blum." But the rule book is thrown out the window. She got a uh, she got a, an agreeing kind of like nod from from um who was it from Adrian I think because he's mm -hmm. leaning back he was like yeah that, that motherfucker's crazy yeah you're right yeah <laughs> yeah because apparently uh, he's cause I think Diane called him a dinosaur because he's been around for a long time so he's a like he's in that well, in the good verse he's fucking known like yeah. yeah he's wild and Diane even said. We should have supervision for you. We shouldn't have left you alone with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some want to fire her, some want to suspend her. Uh, and then they bring up this person, Alan North, who was fired for using. And then they're arguing about the distinction between using versus holding and saying, oh, it's a completely different situation. I got to agree. That's a different situation. If she passed the drug test, and she's been saying that she was just holding it, and he, it was given to her. First of all, as we've said in the previous episode, Maya, get rid of the fucking drugs. What are you doing? So stupid. That's almost as bad as the guys who have, I, and I'm sorry if you're, I don't think you're one of them, but the guys oh. who keep, like, um, the baseball caps in the back of, like, their car. It's like. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, one of them because I don't you. have a car. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was, that window would be full of them. <laughs> uh, no, it wouldn't. But it, it's like, yeah, get rid of it. Like, and yeah. even the fact, like, I'm, I know, I. My dad used to always tell me when something came up in like a TV show or a movie, and I'm like, but dad, that makes no sense. Why would you da da da? And I, it rings true still. It's like, son, it was in the script. Like they just had to do it. <laughs> they had to write it there. It was in the script because that is such a. But then again, this goes back. If T was here. That goes back to Maya's clown being a clown issue. Like, mm -hmm. throw that, either use it, sell it, get rid of it. Throw mm -hmm. it the fuck away. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so dumb. Uh, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate we don't have uh, the other three for these two episodes in particular. Um, these are but meaty we'll, episodes. Like, they are. These, this is a lot. They are. Uh, so we'll have to give them an opportunity to speak their piece. In the uh, in the episodes to come, uh, so yeah, she also licked the fentanyl lollipop, which is why she's concerned that she may fail the drug test, which is why she goes and gets Marissa, which looks bad in that meeting. Um, yeah, uh, she also when she does uh, do the test, Jay doesn't go in with her. Ah, I trust you, which okay. Uh, she hands it she doesn't hand it back to him or she doesn't like gently put it in the bag she drops it in there like it's a potato um which not a fan of that, that should yeah <laughs> you know thankfully it looked as if she sealed that thing up pretty tight but damn uh that could have been messy and she what is this um what's the group about it oh this is uh, i think about the Back to the other previous story, Diane confronts the group about the Sabrina hates and talking about red red brands and blue brands and shit like that. But it really has to do with the other other storyline, which we talked to at length already. Nothing big there. Um, so then they have the vote. And this is after a lot of the discussion in the previous thread of Alan North and Adrian meeting with the Black Associates and them expressing like well it's not just the pay it's what you did with Maya Rendell's uh drug charges and what are we going to do there how are you it, it's being it's unequal treatment 
and rather than really fight for the, the difference as they they kind of were earlier he, they're just like i don't know we got to do it so they the choices relieve her of her duty fire her with cause or uh suspend her for a week and they get five for suspension six for removal adrian abstains from the vote cowardly yeah, he move let, he, he let me he let me down with that one yeah uh he definitely let me down um i mean the the big thing with that is like and the 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 real fucked up thing is they're holding the season one shit over her head because she got arrested. This is the second time her being yeah. arrested. Yeah, for her something her dad did. Mm-hmm. She had nothing to do with that. I guess it was mm-hmm. proven a court. Don't do that. But just like whenever, which is hilarious to me, the older I get, whenever a judge tries to say, I right, we're gonna restrict that from the record. Hey, jury is juror, <laughs> you just yeah. heard, didn't yeah. happen. Forget right. it. Yeah. Wipe it away. Never, no, never it works. fucking happened. Mm-hmm. People remember stuff and they they're holding on to it. And I mean, mind you, the the, the office thing too was uh if I remember right, the the other the other associate needed it for a certain reason. But the, if I remember right, um Adrian calls that the spare office. Mm-hmm. So if anything, that should be called a hot office. Cause it yeah. looks like it just goes back. She's handling a big case with another attorney. She yeah. can't. Who doesn't have an office? He doesn't have a firm. Exactly. So he has to go there. Yeah, man. It's just well, that goes back to I keep saying it. The snowball, little yeah. fucking things that just just keep building up to like mm-hmm. move, move other things. So yeah. Um, and Liz voted to remove her too. I I'm not I'm not mad. Was, at yeah, Liz I'm not for, shocked. No. I'm not shocked and I'm not mad because yeah, I'm a little um, mad. <laughs> uh, her thing was, and I'm, I'm surprised still that it's understandable. It's understandable that Adrian is like the, the top dog, but she had this look in her eye when everything was going on, where it's almost like, Hey, my name is still on this fucking thing. And she hasn't changed anything. It's basically Diane. It's Diane, Adrian, no, it was Diane and the other other side. Yeah. And I love how it was split. Some women, some men, some mm-hmm. black, some white, yeah. on like each side. Um and this is just you find out who you really are when you get fired. When you get mm-hmm. it so that monster, it it's it's brewing. It's it's stirring, and I can't wait for the next few episodes. Hopefully it, it just gets unleashed. So you think we're not done with Maya. Hell no. <laughs> well, I, think, I mean, in the good fight, good verse, you know, sometimes they cut ties that quickly. I hear you, but nah, man. I, I just got a feeling that this is a ploy. The, the her her getting her getting hemmed up is a long term long term play from Blum that eventually will lead her back to Blum. Not necessarily to work for him or whatever, but, excuse me, she definitely wants to square off with him because of what happened. But now, he's like, you're in my world, sweetheart. Now, now we can really play and, mm-hmm. and do the things. So I think <laughs> I think that's what's coming in the next few episodes. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I could also see her suing the firm. Ooh. Or her job back. Uh, maybe it's not for cause, and there are other things at at play. Um, I don't know what the the legal grounds would be for for that. Um, not a lawyer, but I could see that being the case. Yeah, I could also see her forming her own thing with with Blum. He, they they made a point that he doesn't have a firm. He's got to be here. So if it becomes those two forming something together. That could be something. I just don't know how that really plays in the longer term. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't want it to be done. I can see them just having like one more episode with Maya, we're done, or this being the goodbye, but eh, yeah, I agree. We're not we're not done with her with her just yet. And I hope there is some sort of uh beast is let loose kind of 
kind of thing. And yeah. I'm just curious to see how how much further our character continues to just grow in that more dark side of the dark side. Of oh, things. she got the she got the hood up. <laughs> The scar is starting to form. Her eyes are kind of changing the color soon. Yeah, yeah. man, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Next it's episode, she's coming. gonna kill the uh, Padawans. <laughs> all the first years. The, all oh, the, the <laughs> what are they? The the what are they called? Not younglings, or is it something like that? Yeah, Padawans. You're right. No, no, yeah. yo, no, younglings, younglings. Yeah, younglings yeah. were in the yeah, still at the temple and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, we are. I'm a. I'm a damn geek. Anyway, <laughs> um, the one thing that I wanted to point out because it has nothing to do with anything. But uh, I keep saying that because one of my favorite songs ever is by a band from Philadelphia called Breakwater, and it's called Release the Beast, and mm-hmm. which that's the same song that was sampled for um, uh, the band that just broke up. The two DJs from France. Um, Def, a Daft Punk? Yeah. The uh, Robo Rock. The one that we used to always use uh, before we went on stage to... Like the original, the original lyric says, "Release, release the beast." So yeah, (laughs) I might, I might actually listen to this after that. So yeah, okay, okay. Uh, So any other thoughts on anything? I can't wait. This I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. Luca's response to this mm-hmm. because she's the person that started this fire. Yeah. And like Jay might have poured gasoline, but Luca lit the match. Luca lit the match for <clears> this. <throat> so I definitely want to see mind you, but then again, she was sparked up by that damn that damn uh park bench pepper. She sparked her up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything that Luca set this in motion. So I want to see the aftermath from that. Yeah, uh, Luca definitely started the fire, but it's always been turning, uh, always been burning since the world's been turning. So, yes, that's who started the fire. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I tripped over it a little bit, but you got we there. Got, we got we there. got there. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's see some winners and losers. Let's start with those losers. Who you got? Is it anybody besides Maya? I mean, yeah, lost the job. Uh, losing any kind of friendship she she's might have she might have had with the other. Mind you, I don't think they're friends with any of the other associates. They just happen to work together, which is understandable. Um, I'm trying. I would like watching it. I'm really. I was really thinking like, who else is a loser from this mate? Yeah, I was definitely Maya. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Diane. Uh, hmm. Related to Maya, she is. Hmm. She has to fire her goddaughter. Yep. Right. <laughs> so she's got to go in there and be like, "They voted. You're fired. Um, please collect your things." And <laughs> I don't know why I made her sound like the first Dumbledore there, but um, <laughs> anywho, uh, and also because she's kind of losing herself mm-hmm. uh, within this resistance. They're they're sticking with it like they she start she's that's the fire she started you know uh, more or less and she has to pretend that that other woman is still alive uh, which if you it, it's like a what the hell is the the guy's name on Snowpiercer Wilford and that's what it is Mr Wilford yeah. mm-hmm. she has to pretend that he's still <laughs> still alive like Mr Wilford uh, and that's probably not going to go well. They are even with that. They're running rogue, going rogue, uh, and doing some nasty shit. And she's staying with them, so she's losing her herself within this fight. So, yeah, I think that Diane is uh, a loser within within this as well. Um, winners, who you got? I'm be really honest with you. Watching it, I'm like, who the fuck won this episode? Cause like everybody's down, Luca. Yeah. Um, Luca got fucked up with the meme thing, and she started this. Jay's mm-hmm. pissed off. He started the fire. Marissa Julius got the okay. See you later. <laughs> Adrian backed out like a punk. Uh, Diane and and Liz are doing her thing. No way in the world Maya won this. So, 
a rare off-screen win, Blum. Very rare. Not yeah. even in the episode. Not mm-hmm. like a Christiva win, but yeah, Blum, yeah. because he warned her. He's like, hey, don't you fuck me. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> that hurts my throat. I can't do, I can't do the impression. Um, Ooh, uh. But... <laughs> <clears throat> but uh have a cross blow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh but yeah, he um he set that shit in motion. He t- he warned her, didn't re- he, she didn't listen, didn't respond, and I think like I said before, it's a long con to have her come back to him. Yeah. If there is a training thing that's going on right now, it is not at the point where she can snatch the pebble not from yet. his hand, you know. <laughs> Uh, or snatch the suppository. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say this real quick. Maya's going to get him back. I don't know how, but Maya, I don't know why I have this faith in Maya. I don't know where it came from because the first season I couldn't stand her. Second season, they kind of like let her like kind of develop off screen or like in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheated on, on Amy, which was great. Um, but I think she's going to take not if not take him down get him back at least yeah uh she's going to become like the equalizer yep uh yeah death wish kind of thing all right uh for me my winner you know what i think i'm just going to agree i think i'm going to agree with blum yeah i think that he's uh he's won won the episode off screen kind of hanging over everything gets his uh his last laugh uh in there and she's fired so not only is she facing drug charges, as she's inspired. So, yeah, I'll go with that. All right, that will do it for this episode. Thank you, Keen, and Keen alone. Once <laughs> again, uh, we will be joined by others, uh, our other podcast panel, next time we record. But Keen, I gotta say, uh, we somehow fa- managed to fill two hours within these episodes. Just you. <laughs> I mean, I guess we got a chance to talk for real. Yeah, which is so. which is funny because the the previous two episodes that we did were some of our fastest episodes, and they had everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, actually, I think T was missing because she was on the yeah. cruise, uh, the Crossroads Comedy Cruise. Anywho, we talked a lot, and it was a good time. Thank you, Keen, and thank you all for listening. Bye. Toodaloo.